0: Hey, welcome to After Church Apologetics. I'm Courtney Seacrist here with Dr. Chris Jakeway and Pastor Leah Wilson. And we're inviting you to join us today in uncovering the truths that will challenge, inspire, and expand your perspective on Christianity. So let's get started. Today we're back with a special bonus episode of After Church Apologetics. We are going to be responding to some Christian memes that have been very popular making the rounds on Facebook and other social media sites. Um, These are memes that are created either by progressive Christians or even atheists Um, and so basically what I'm going to do is just describe what the meme looks like and I can put a link in the show notes so that you can look at it for yourself if you'd like to and then Chris and Leo are going to respond to it. So this first meme is... um, an atheist meme, and it's a picture of Jesus knocking at the door, and he's saying, let me in, and a voice on the other side of the door says, why? And he, and Jesus says, so I can save you, and the voice on the other side says, from what? And then Jesus says, from what I'm going to do to you if you don't let me in.
1: Right. I. What I like about this one is I think the creator of it has unwittingly, Unintentionally presented the gospel message accurately, and 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 he or she doesn't know uh, th- that they've done that. Uh, of course, the idea is it's supposed to make it seem like. Jesus is the whole problem here, not us. Uh, The whole problem is Jesus is judging us for sin. And if he would just stop judging us, then he wouldn't have to save us. And that would make it a lot easier for us. And it certainly would save him a lot of time. So Jesus is the problem here, right? I mean, that's kind of the the, the implication of this. And you stupid Christians don't realize it, you know, et cetera. Well, what's interesting about this, and of course it comes from Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, is it's based on a lack of understanding about the attributes of God, that Jesus is God in human form and can't deny his own attributes. So this meme suggests that if Jesus would simply stop judging sin, everything would be better. But what it, the Creator doesn't understand is it's not possible for Jesus to do that. And frankly, many Christians misunderstand their own theology. Every time in a Bible class, uh, when I make the statement that omnipotence does not mean that God can do absolutely anything, there are always Christians in the class that kind of freak out until they hear the, the full explanation of it. To say that God is all powerful means that God can do anything. That is consistent with the divine nature, which means all of those attributes imply the opposite of which that would be impossible for God if God's omnipresent. So that means God can't visit a new place. It's impossible for God to see something new. God is omniscient. That means it's impossible for him to be ignorant, right? Impossible to be weak. Well, Uh, God is, and by the way, this isn't just speculation uh, on our part. Hebrews chapter 6 says it, it is impossible for God to lie. Not just that God frowns on it or tries to avoid it, but it's not possible. Again, people think, well, I thought God could do anything. God can't do anything that would oppose his own nature. God can't sin it also means he can't oppose his own nature of omni-righteousness, which means God, and therefore the second person of the Trinity, Jesus, doesn't have the option of giving people a pass on sin and ignoring it unless we accept him as Savior and receive his pardon for the sin. So what this meme portrays actually is the gospel message. And what's interesting is there are real-life cases where a judge has offered a criminal a pardon and the criminal has rejected it. And in that case, the judge has no choice but to prosecute him for the crime. So, in effect, Jesus is standing at the door knocking, saying, uh, let me in, I can pardon your sin, you have to accept it. And then the guy says, well, you know, save from what? Well, from these sins. Save from what I'll do if you don't let me in. Just like the judge would have to say to a criminal, um, I can pardon these crimes, but if you reject that, then I'll have no choice but to do what justice and the law require me to do. So that's what Jesus is doing here. Forgiveness is possible, Accept this gift of salvation. If you reject it, then I'll have no choice but to administer justice in terms of judging sin. So I'm not sure why anybody thinks this is so clever. It accurately presents the gospel message of salvation.
2: Yeah, the picture reminded me of our, our earlier podcast on hell when we talked about the C.S. Lewis quote about people locking the door from the other side, and I'm like, M- goodness, that'd be a great picture. Not only does it represent that gospel message, but the concept of the door being locked from the inside, just the wording there is just chosen to, you know, to, I think, push people. I, I don't know, Chris, if this has ever happened to you with memes, but I get working with a lot of young people, they, they bring me their phone, I'm like, hey, look at this meme. And there are so many times I look at the meme and I'm like, they're like, isn't that funny? And I'm like, I don't get it. And, and they're like, how do you not get it? Like you, you're, you know, like you understand all the stuff you teach this. And I'm like, cause I don't understand what the, what the author of the meme is trying to portray. Like I don't even understand why that's funny sometimes. And because I don't have this, like, like, how is he trying to make fun of Christianity? I don't understand it because I just, I don't think like that with those
1: things. So does that ever happen to you? Yeah. I mean, uh I think, like with this one, you can tell what the creator's trying to do here, yeah. but you know, it, it, it's just based on a misunderstanding uh, that God can't deny Himself, and so God doesn't have the option of uh, tolerating sin.
0: So then, the second meme that we're going to look at is um, popular in progressive Christian circles. And it's the depiction of a large box that says theology on the side. And then there is a person uh, physically shoving a um, cartoon depiction of God into this box. And it says, come on, God, get in there. Um, obviously outlining the phrase that people like to say all the time, which is don't put God in a box.
2: Yeah. And I, I typically hear this phrase. Um Usually when somebody is trying to defend a viewpoint, like they have a belief about God and it's like you can't put God in a box like he can do anything. And it's like, well, actually, that's not exactly the case. God, God has. We mentioned this in the previous one. Chris talked about God cannot lie. This idea of these self limitations. God put himself in a box. You know, he says that these are things I I don't do. These are things I can't do. I even think logically he does that. Like, is it possible to make a round square? You know, um, what's that classic riddle? Uh, you, I'm sure you've heard this before in your class. I'll ask it like a student would. Hey, what about the riddle? If God is so big, is it possible for Him to create a rock that He cannot lift?
1: Yeah, this goes back to the time of uh, the philosopher Plato, the paradox of the stone. Um,
2: because, because if He can create a rock that's so big you can't lift it, that proves that your God isn't so strong. And if he can't create it, it proves that he's not all-powerful.
1: Right. It's supposed to create a dilemma. Either he can't make the rock or he can't lift it. But that goes back to just the, the, the proper understanding of the uh, of the divine attributes. And, and in one sense, I think the straightforward question to that would be, Can can God make a rock so big that he can't lift it? No, because no matter... How big the rock was, he'd be able to lift it. And sometimes, when you just give a straight answer, people who think this mean they have this amazing burn on stupid Christians, and then they're like, "Oh, yeah."
2: Okay. That was an amazingly simple answer. Right? <laughs> yeah. Why did I think that was so impressive? I-
1: <laughs> right, right. Also, as Leo said about this uh, uh, putting God in a box idea. I hear this all the time used to justify very extreme things and the most bizarre claims. And then it it sort of goes along with that phrase quenching the spirit that used to be real popular. If you raise any question about anybody's uh, rather bizarre spiritual practice or belief, then you're quenching the spirit you're putting God in a box and that's of course supposed to be a way of saying you can't limit God and so on but if we can't put God in a box God has put himself in a box and he has and it's the Bible and he's done it so we know what to expect from him
0: Thanks for hanging out with us on After Church Apologetics today. To submit a question for a future episode of our show, you can email us at podcast at bcfriends.org. Remember, the pursuit of truth is ongoing, so we'd like to encourage you to continue seeking and engaging with the topics that we've discussed for yourselves. And as we conclude this episode, we want to remind you that respectful dialogue can bridge gaps and build connections. We'll see you next time.